0: What's going on, everybody? This is the number one podcast, uh, wherever you're listening to it today. Uh, my name is Bump. You can find me on Twitter, at BumpyBetSlips. Let's go! Thank you. You did it. I'm taking a bow. I feel like Brooks Koepka right now. Um, let me ask you guys something. Yeah. Fully guaranteed contract. Okay. okay. Five-year deal. Throw out a dollar sign. Or have a chance to play for two million dollars every weekend. But you have to win or come in the top third. Who's my competition? Just only like a hundred and thirty other guys. Why would I take anything other than the five year deal?
1: Yeah. That's retarded. I think I gotta take the Me five-year. personally, I would never I wouldn't stand it chance i would
2: i think we gotta do i think we gotta run it back you use the r word <laughs> it was way too early to say retirement <laughs> it's <was> too early <laughs> it's early enough to the
0: point where we can reset it if we want to no i don't
1: care all right let it go <laughs> we're letting it run. <laughs> let it go
0: we're letting her run.
2: okay both so chance. we're both
0: we're, we're all agreeing
2: i'm gonna take the guaranteed money 100 percent. yeah okay yeah, that makes sense. Do
0: you want to come up with another question? To ask? No. A Do you yeah, that was really easy. Well, I forgot to, to <laughs> leave out the context that if you take the guaranteed contract, that makes you a traitor.
1: I don't care. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Traitor against who?
0: America. My country. Ooh. You're playing for the Saudis, dude? You're going to take Saudi money? How dare you? How dare you take Saudi guaranteed wait, money? Wait, wait,
1: is this a Cristiano Ronaldo thing?
0: Live. No, this is a live golf this thing. Live because golf Brooks, golf Brooks Koepka... Kepka, this is a live golf thing. Brooks Koepka representing live golf. Not really representing live golf, though.
1: Okay, I, disclaimer, I don't know jack shit about You're L.I.V. Gonna golf. You're going
0: to learn. You're going to learn.
1: Okay. He just called it
2: L.I.V. I think that That's, shows as exactly how much Nick knows about live
1: golf. Well, nothing. Live? Live. Is that the preferred? I think you can call
0: it live. You couldn't find me a more casual mind. pair of slacks. Uh, w- yep. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Brooks Kepka just won his third PGA Championship. Beast. Uh, he went over to Live last year in a million, multi-million dollar deal. Um, he felt like at the time he wasn't competing where he should in the PGA, and they made a kerfluffle about all the guys leaving to play for Live because it's a, it's a foreign entity, and then for some reason with the whole woke culture that we got going on the cancel culture the people that are going to come for us because of saying the word retard in the first three minutes of the podcast uh, now
1: we both said it
0: well I mean if, if I'm in the sip I'm going down with the ship anyway so it doesn't matter let me uh, I might as well poke a hole in it too mm-hmm. um, so they're saying people were coming after these golfers in a way and also the golfers of the PGA at the same time trying to make these guys feel bad I guess for going over and taking and accepting Saudi money, for you know because they kill journalists, I guess, and
1: one journalist. They they
0: have you know they have <laughs> corrupt styles of government and you know they really pay to get their way around there. It sounds a lot. Sounds a lot like home, but anyway, <laughs> not like any of that matters. Um, We're not getting political. So anyway. He won today, right?
1: Yep, good for him.
0: So not only does he have his guaranteed contract with live, he also just made a cool couple million dollars and won a major, and now he solidifies his chance to continue to play in these PGA tournaments. I find it
2: interesting that PGA like actually allows these guys to come back over from Live, like while kind of still under contract with them, and like you know play in their tournaments. Like you would expect them to like kind of give them the cold shoulder.
0: Right. But it is funny because it's called the PGA Championship, but it's not sanctioned by the pga it's not a pga tour event it's a major yeah championship uh, so it's uh, one of the four majors that they play throughout the year okay. we've now knocked down two there's still the open and the u.s open um next but so are, are you saying those are like the only ones that they're allowed to play on coming are, from or the four majors yeah okay. and that's only if they have ranking from previous play in major events right Right. So, new live golfers don't have a chance to play those events, right. won't get uh, PGA, Airwave PGA airtime, or PGA contracts in the future, perhaps. Okay. Can
1: I say a couple things here? Yeah. One, I'm pumped that we're talking about golf. Yeah. <laughs> Love me some golf, don't know the first thing about it. You're just, catching the bug. Just appreciate it. The bug just bit me, I'm getting into it. Um, you only have
0: to play
2: golf one time to understand like the things that these guys do yeah. on a television is like absolutely absurd. And
1: we're gonna be done with NBA <laughs> next month. Yeah, we got the whole summer talking about golf. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. Secondly, can you explain to me, bump? Um, what's the deal with the Travelers Championship? Because my brother invited me to come with him next month. The Travelers Championship, as you know, right. Don't even know the first thing about it. Mm-hmm. What are the stakes? What goes on there? So... Next month in Cornwall, Connecticut. Cornwall, Connecticut.
0: Uh, TPC, I believe that's TPC, uh, River Highlands is the name of the course. Yeah, it's, I a think pu- right. it's a semi-public course. You could actually get on there and play for uh, the cheap price of $175 on a weekday with a cart, which is uh, kind of ridiculous. A little ridiculous. Um... So in a finishing field of 63, there's a $20 million purse, okay? Okay. And there are also points, points that set up your standing when it comes to the FedEx Cup at the end of the season. That's kind of like the last event of the season for golfers is towards September, or towards August, yeah, the FedEx Cup. And that's kind of, they're racking up points that go to this cup all season. Um, sort of like the Daytona 500 NASCAR you rack up points let me tell you something though as much as I love golf and as much as I know about golf golfers and how they play and how they'll play a course I have no idea how this season works it's kind of like soccer there's a season running on top of a season on top of a season there's really no Super Bowl of golf like there is with yeah right Uh, The World Cup or whatever is like the Super Bowl of soccer or, you know, the uh, World Series in baseball or the finals. And... Yeah, I really have no clue how that all works. All I know is that the majors are huge. They're huge to bet on. A lot of handle came through on this past major. Uh, I saw a lot of tickets with Brooks Kepka to win at 21-1. to Brooks, really? Dude, the odds are usually really good. I was
2: actually peeping them because they're yeah. like the first thing that shows up when you go on there, like the day before the
0: whole thing starts. It's It's hard to catch a wire-to-wire winner in PGA. Um that's not very long. Yeah, that's not usually how I'll play it. Uh, what I did this weekend was play some three balls, and that's basically you bet on one player in the group of three that are playing who's going to outperform the others. Yeah. You can find some good odds in there. I uh, took Corey Connors yesterday to outperform Scotty Scheffler and shoot 71 or under. 71 or under was plus 125, and to beat Scotty Scheffler was plus 220. Uh, so I profited pretty well on those bets. Mm-hmm. Corey Connors, unfortunately, fell off the leaderboard today, and uh, it was at the end of the day, it was Brooks Kepka, Victor Hovland, and Scotty Scheffler, the live guy with the guaranteed money, kind of showing you that he could stick around if he wanted to. Kind of a big middle finger to the PGA. Yeah, <laughs> that, that felt like a championship to him, I bet. 100%. 100%. We got four teams left that are trying to vie for their NBA championship.
1: Let's go, baby.
0: That's what we're gonna dive into right now. I
1: got I got two bets out. I have a Heat championship bet at plus fourteen hundred I got it at. Yeah, so do I. Love that one. Yeah. I have another one I don't love so much. I have a Lakers championship bet that I got at plus 450.
2: Me and Nick are going head-to-head head on that one. I got my Nuggets riding on right now.
1: Yeah, well, it's looking much better for you.
2: Yeah, yeah. my cash-out option is looking very pretty right now, but I'm not a bitch,
0: <laughs> so I will not be cashing out. Nope. I don't know, let man. Ride. I, you could diversify that portfolio there if you wanted to. Nope, but, let it uh, ride. See, the thing is let for me, rip. the reason why
2: I'm riding it is so I can stay away from betting as a whole. But I was actually telling the guys earlier with – these picks that I've been making, not betting on them, but kind of just, like, throwing them out there before the games, like, players to watch. You're scouting it like out. A, I'm scouting it out, and for the most part, I've been pretty fucking right on. Just glassing. Which makes you feel like a piece of shit, because you're not betting it on
0: it. It usually but, goes that way, though. I, yeah. You know, the pressure when the pressure's not on and nobody's watching, you kind of, you know, you kind of can see the board a little bit more clearly. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate, because sometimes you want to help other people out. You're trying to you know, give the best advice, but like I always say sports are sports and anything can happen. But yeah. Lakers tickets in the future, not looking too well. Um,
1: yeah, let's talk about why that is.
0: Well, we we will, but Boston Celtics tickets, not looking too well either right now. That's no. a very
2: surprising and, and, way that this series is going right now. I don't think anybody would have expected this one.
0: And sitting at the top of my slip, I actually have two... Lakers-Celtics matchup um, oh, tickets, dear. and, oh, and they have just gone down considerably. I can't even get 1% out of... I can't even get 10% out of my initial investment, and um, listen, that's alright. We, we have a chance. You know, There's still time left in the series for both these series. The Boston <laughs> Celtics are uh, still only down 2-0 as we speak. It's not that much time. Yeah, the game tips off in about an hour here, and and. We're just getting back to you after uh, we talked to you on the eve of Game 2.
1: Yep, and we did. And
0: I, I had a little bit more of an optimistic uh, mind looking forward at that time, you know, because Jalen Brown hadn't quite hit yet, and it was only a matter of time before him and Jason Tatum were clicking together, and there's really no way for any team to stop it. I think that's why, why they're still favored, I, uh, tonight, in Miami, they're favored by four points.
1: That's kind of nutty to me.
0: Um, it, it, it I, That's got to be the only reason. I I mean, I cannot,
2: by any stretch, see the Celtics going down in four games.
1: So last game, the Celtics... They have Celtics, to win one of
2: these next two games. Like It has to happen.
1: Yeah, last right? game, you the Celtics were favored by nine. And me and Bump sat here and we talked about how... That was a little
0: ridiculous. Yeah, I thought it was a trap line. And then the Heat won. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with the Celtics, though. And it's come down to it now through the whole postseason. They're 0-5 when the game's decided by four points or less. That's no good. Okay, so they had a line of nine figures. Okay, the Boston Celtics will bounce back, and they'll probably blow the Heat out. Well, that's just not what happened. No. It it kind of looked like it, but it's, it's hard. I'm looking at it right now. And we could talk about Jason Tatum all we want. Thirty Over 30 points in both games. The One complaint you can make in Game 1 is that he didn't move the ball enough. My main problem here is the guy that I was on here clamoring for just a week ago. And that's Jalen Brown, who through the first two games has gone 17 of 44 for shooting. That's also awesome not good. That's not good.
1: No.
0: And 1 of 7 from 3... <laughs> He's just jacking them up. And you know, you watch these games, he gets free from the defense a lot. One of six from three and one of seven from three. Two for 13 from downtown for Jalen Brown. It's just... That's what makes that team click. That's when they're going. Miami's ball movement, when they start these games and when they're moving, when they're moving fluidly, when they have a half-court offense, their ball movement, beginning the game, just... It was kind of leaving the Celtics running in circles for a little while. And then uh, Grant Williams actually comes in in the first half, and he plays well. He gets offensive rebounds. He starts to stop Bam a little bit. He's getting deflections on Bam, stopping him down low. Our defense was stopping them in the paint, which that's kind of where Miami plays. They'll attack the paint a lot, and if it's not there, they'll kick it out. Um, kick it out to Gabe Vincent or Max Struess, and Max Struess wasn't really hitting, unfortunately. I had his over. I thought if anybody was going to hit, it was him. But Caleb Martin comes off the bench and just... I mean, he provided the same thing that the Celtics bench provided there in the first half. Derek White hits three quick threes. This was a real big bench game for both of these teams. Yep. But Caleb Martin, he comes in, and it's almost like having... I don't want to say it's like having two Jimmy Butlers on the team, but the way he was moving through the offense, or through the defense, getting to the glass, making easy layups. I mean, you have a guy come off the bench and play like that and make your team look silly. What what? You can't really expect these guys to win. Yeah. I mean, I, I
2: would like to say I like how... I, I can appreciate how cohesively the Heat play basketball. And I think that... yes they have Jimmy Butler who is obviously him on that team but I think with having seven undrafted players and no like real true like I, I know Jimmy Butler's him but like they don't really have that like other than him that I'm him player they don't I mean they had Tyler Hero but adding on to that I think with him going down it allowed their offense to kind of open up and play even more cohesively because Tyler Hero doesn't need the ball in his hands. He doesn't need the iso. He doesn't... It allows their ball movement to go a lot smoother. And I think, how do I complete this thought? I love just, like, saying things and then not wrapping up what I was saying. Right, but it's made them... It's made... It hasn't made them better, but it's made them more of a team. It's made them more cohesive, 100%. They're allowed to... It allows them to play within each other instead of, like, kind of letting one guy go to work unless they need that from Jimmy Butler. And obviously he's shown that time and time again, he is that guy and he can make it happen. He has that switch that he could just flip at any time.
0: And everybody on that team gets a chance. Yeah. Everybody has their night or everybody puts up five to eight shots, which is what happened the other night, except for yeah. Caleb Martin when he was running that second unit. Like I said, the it, I mean, it looked like it was going to go the Celtics way early in that game. Towards, in the beginning of the second quarter, the bench comes in, like I said, Derek White hits three quick threes, the Celtics end up getting out to a 20-2 to run, and then they take back the lead. And then here comes Caleb Martin and the Miami Heat again. And they go on a 19-2 to run and finish out the half, uh, uh, 54-50, a four-point lead at half. I mean, Caleb Martin was super efficient on the night, 11-16. for 16. Twenty five points off the bench. Good numbers. Four rebounds and two fouls. The whole team really stayed out of foul trouble, um, which is kind of what is. That's their. That's their best hope is that they stay out of foul trouble against this team that shoots very well from the free throw line. I, I'm just looking at this.
2: Stat sheet right now, Bam out of bio was one assist away from a triple double.
0: Yeah, I mean, he
2: I fucking hate Bam out of I've said that before, but like that's a it's pretty damn impressive.
0: That's not really something that you would expect him to go out and get. He comes yeah. to form against the Celtics because I think he's just slippery playing against Horford and Robert Williams plays in this like roaming type of zone. It's like they play a four man one zone. He's slimy, he slipped.
1: Well, so we talk a lot about the starters, but. You know, a lot of time it comes down to the bench guys, and one of the Celtics bench guys did the unspeakable. I mean... Grant. So Grant
0: Williams had, yep, he had a great showing. Okay? He did. Okay. Five for Ball, five. Jimmy Butler actually gave him props after that game. Well, yeah. I mean, he played great, you know. he yeah. he um, Hats off to him, I guess. Yeah, four for six from the field, one for two from downtown, two assists, two rebounds, and he had three fouls, and they were good fouls, but like I said, when he first came on the court, he was getting blocks.
1: I was thinking of Robert Williams, five for five. Yeah, Robert Williams,
0: Robert Williams in in that pick-and-roll, the pick-and-roll is just destroying Miami. Yeah. They're getting lost on the switch because they try to come over the top. They don't go underneath, they don't drop, and you probably shouldn't drop against the Celtics because Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown could pull up and hit a too. shot, yep. except Jalen Brown's not hitting those shots that he hits all the time. Yeah. yeah. Grant Williams was playing great, and I think that's what got into his head, because he hit a shot, he hit a shot, he hit a shot right in Jimmy's face, comes down the court, Talking all types of trash to Jimmy, no good. And just not the guy you want to talk no. to. No, and then it's not no. like it's not like Jimmy goes between the legs. It's not like Jimmy does anything fancy. He does a hop step pump fake, gets great in the air, tries to draw the foul, does it, and just puts it in the bucket in the ugliest shot ever. Just does his job. And then it, then it was on from there. They were in each other's face, and it almost looked like uh, it almost looked like when Michael Jordan grabbed Reggie Miller by the face. And he tried to toss him. That that was a situation that we had going
2: there. But do you think if uh, Grant continues with these tactics, the Celtics kind of give him the Dylan Brooks treatment?
0: Hell no! <laughs> Hell
2: no! <laughs> with Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks poking the bear with LeBron. You got Jimmy Butler. This is be different because, because it happened on the court. It, yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. You're this didn't right. happen in the locker room. Nah, you're right. And, and Grant Williams had humble pie about it afterwards.
2: Yeah, and even Jimmy gave him props. He he wasn't like. You know, he wasn't. Mad he also about doesn't it. have. He also weave. loves that shit, though. Like he loves when.
0: That's competitive players, nature. Yeah, that's what 100%. it was all about. He lives for that shit. That's basketball, bro. Yeah. That's what I love to see. That's playoff basketball. Yeah. That's East Coast finals. That's like that's not Eastern Conference finals. That's East Coast finals. That's yeah. gritty. Yep, um, it's gritty. Um, that's how Boston plays. Except Jimmy Butler just came through and <laughs> played a little bit, uh, a little bit grittier, man. <laughs> yeah. well, we every got Justin time, Jefferson's in the building. Every
1: time we say gritty, Hunter has to do it. Um any iteration of gritty. I'm not
0: great at it, but. Jimmy Butler just comes right out the gate after that. Hits shot after shot. What he does best. Um he was having he was having kind of a lackluster night until that moment, really, and ended up with twenty-seven points, eight rebounds, six assists. They go on a little bit of a run there to end the game. They come back for the sixth time in the postseason.
1: Jeez.
0: Their sixth postseason victory. And now they head into Miami, um, where they are 5 and 0 at home in the postseason. 5 and 0 in that arena. Now, you might think it's not, not the uh, hardest arena to play in because Wait,
1: wait. Boston are... is 5 and No, no, no.
0: Miami is 5 and 0 in the postseason. Oh. Right now. Okay, yeah. They haven't lost a game yet on their court.
1: So what are your predictions for tonight? Boston's minus four as we know. Do they cover that? Do they lose out okay I like them
2: I like Boston to cover that. Like Take I
0: Boston Um minus ten and a half. Cause they won't win a game if they don't win by eleven points. See that's that that right there is bias betting. That's not biased betting. That's the facts. They haven't won a game I think that's betting with your emotions. They have them win a game in between four and seven points. I wouldn't
2: buy them all the way up to fucking
0: ten points, though, just because they, quote-unquote, need to win. By yeah,
1: the I point can't point. say I like that.
0: Well, if you take them in four and a half, you're going to lose either way. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. That's coming from
2: a Seas fan, too. This if they, is they win, so it's sad. a miracle. This is really sad to see. I mean, Celtics, what? I mean,
0: it's 180 on the money line. I'll put two units on it. I'll throw out there that the
2: Celtics still are plus 145 at this very moment as we're recording to win the series, though. I guess Vegas still has a little bit of hope left in them, but, I mean, as far as my hope goes for the Boston Celtics is, I think it's pretty much run up at this point.
1: Give me the heat spread tonight.
2: I'm taking Boston spread.
0: If you I like, feel great about it. If you like Boston to win, I'll get you something that's close to the spread line. And that's Boston Celtics on the money line. Because I have no clue what, like where the points are going in this game. Give me the Boston Celtics on the money line and Jalen Brown to score 20 points. He scored 20 points. He just can't keep scoring. He can't. He. I think he has about a 25 to 28 point game tonight. And Jason Tatum just has another 30 point, maybe triple double close to there. They need it. They really do. They need one of those games. They need that spark. <laughs> or Marcus Smart's gonna drop twenty, but yeah, Jalen yeah. Brown twenty points, and Boston Celtics money line is minus one fourteen. Mm. I trust that more than I trust them to cover four and a half. That's coming from a Well, season.
1: I like I just I like the heat spread at plus four and a half. That sounds better to me.
0: I think you win. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
1: Sick.
2: The heat Going up three zero against the Celtics would be absolutely insane to see, I
0: think. Well, you think that the Celtics win by one point? Is that what you're giving them?
1: I think if I had to pick, I think the money line's up in the air, 50-50. If I had to pick, I'd pick the Celtics, but I think it's awfully close. So that's why I like the heat sprays. Nick would
2: never take that Celtics money line for the odds.
1: No.
0: <laughs> no, no, no.
2: What are the odds on that?
0: Money line? Yeah, for, Celtics. It's one eighty. One eighty, yeah. Yep.
2: No thanks. Um. This is why th- I suck at betting.
0: The other <laughs> the other uh the other bet I have for this game is Jason Tatum over fourteen and a half uh rebounds and assists. Mm. Um I'll go to my analysis here. Give already. me the analytics. Yeah, over fourteen and a half rebounds and assists. He's over in eight of his last ten. He uh, had 21 in the last game. When Tatum is facilitating and passing out of the lane, spot-up shooters get wide-open looks, bumping up his assist totals. In the last two must-win games, which is what this has to be for the Celtics going into these next four games, really, if they get yeah. if they get if they bring off two wins, every game is a must-win from here forward. Yep. Uh, the last two must-win games, he had 18 and 14. Um, I like Jason Tatum over 14 and a half rebounds and assists. Yeah, I okay. mean one of
2: those two JBs or uh, Jays are gonna have to get it done tonight if the Celtics want
0: to avoid going down three zero. But we got another series to talk about. There's also a super so Let me know if you like this, guys, real quick uh, yeah, for plus one fifty. Bam and Jimmy to combine for fifty plus.
2: <laughs> I
1: don't. Uh yeah i say
0: yes. Bam is not a person I would ever like to throw on. 49 in the That's last game. That's what's holding me back, yeah. too. I mean, I don't hate Jimmy going for 30. I don't think Jimmy scores tonight. I mean, you Bold. were even saying
2: he did, he couldn't get it going until later in the game, last game. Not, not until Grant stepped on his toes. Yeah. He yeah. needed that. He needed that little boost That's to get what him over the hole. He jumped after that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I think it still got him going. He's still motivated from that. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has been home though. He might have had like a big meal this morning. <laughs> Back he had Beach. the um, the pancakes. Kodiak pancakes. Kodiak with the Greek and yogurt. This, and is the yogurt. The this is not an ad. No. Uh, yeah, this is actually not an ad. No, this is recipe time with uh, Chef Bump. Tell us about it. Uh, find me on Twitter at uh, BumpyBoyRD. <laughs> I love that. I'm not gonna go over the recipe on here. They'll have to, If you <laughs> want to find me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter.
1: Uh, Can you post on your Twitter?
0: Uh, I'm going for my eighty ninth win tonight. Can you okay? also so post? It's eleven away from a giveaway. Eighty ninth oh, win yeah? is, as
1: well as the um, posted recipe. The <laughs> yeah,
0: rankings. I'll post the recipe at fifty fifty followers on Twitter, and I'll uh, I'll post the recipe on my ga- on my uh, gambling uh, Twitter.
1: All right, let's talk nuggets.
0: Nuggets, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Last night, Let's talk um, about them. got the eighty eighth win. Last night, went one and one. Last night, I had um, Austin Reeves over two and a half three pointers. They finally bumped up his uh, line for threes. It was one and a half. Pretty much all playoffs. He cleared it. Pretty much every single game. And then last night, he made three threes. It was at plus one twenty eight. So that kid's making a fucking name for himself in the playoffs. Oh so. my yeah. god! They got to talk about signing him all over
2: again. I, I saw a report that. I believe the Lakers were, quote-unquote, afraid that a team would be able to give Austin Reeves more than what they are willing to give him. So give him more? That's exactly what what my (laughs) thought was. I was like, you're the fucking Lakers. You got money somewhere. Give him more. I hope he goes to the Clippers. You know why? I hope he goes to the Knicks.
0: Of course you do. You hope everybody goes to the Knicks. Well, yeah, but aside from that, I think he'd be a great fit there. Do you know why I want him to go to the Clippers? Why is that? Because they're going to have more bathrooms. What? You, you didn't see Steve Ballmer. Him. You heard him.
1: Uh, did Steve Ballmer come out with something today about? <laughs> <You more bathrooms? laughs> they're
0: not. So they're, build- they're not, <laughs> <laughs> not going to be playing in Crypto.com Arena. They're super. Steve is super hyped about bathrooms. And how many bathrooms he's he's gonna have? The most
2: bathrooms. Nobody's in the NBA. gonna have to wait in a line to.
0: Eighteen hundred urinals. <laughs>
1: dude what so i think what? he came out
2: in like a hard hat and said that i <laughs> <laughs> was so proud of it. his head is a
0: hard hat but yeah so the it's other true. bet i had i was looking at two plus money plays trying to win some money back for my followers i've been on the ever since i came on here and started talking about my 17 and seven streak i'm you know i've been on a little bit of a cold snide lately so we're the trying to, god's heard you yeah, they did, and they humbled me. But guess what? I come back. I come back every time. I learn from it. I get better. And um, that's all ex- that matters. Except for not for Rui Hachimura, who was having an extremely efficient postseason, shooting fifty percent, uh, shooting sixty percent from the field, fifty percent from three. Comes into last night's game.
1: Wait, in the series? Yeah, in okay. the
0: series, and comes into last night's game and shoots five for twelve and scores thirteen points, lands me on the hook. I had him for 13.5. Ah, you hate that. He got me. R He got had me, you on the hook. He got me right in the back. <laughs> but. God, I'm fucking that's, such a cornball. That's not the only thing. They just also <laughs> fell to 0 3, the Lakers have. Or should we be saying, credit Michael Malone, that the Nuggets are up 3 0. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, give him the applause. We talk too much about the Lakers as the Lakers. I've
2: loved the Nuggets this whole playoffs. You really have. I've been on them, and I've really. You been got on. a lot riding on this. I do, and Jamal Murray is a god amongst men out there. I mean, he just makes it happen.
0: He kind of looks like a Greek sculpture.
2: <laughs> he plays like someone from. He's got Mediterranean skin. Sure. Why not? But dude, that guy's unstoppable. Yeah. In the clutch. You can't stop the kid.
1: Playoff Jamal Murray's is different from regular season Jamal Murray. It's
2: bubble Jamal Murray back and rejuvenated. Yeah, it's it's, robo Jamal Murray. It's almost like he wanted to show
0: everybody that I can also do this outside of the bubble. We need an MRI on that man. We need to figure out what they did to his knee.
1: They turned him into Iron Man or something.
0: He's playing much better than he ever has. (laughs) It's true. I, uh, before
2: this podcast actually happened, I locked in a future for Jamal Murray to win NBA Finals MVP at oh, plus yeah? 900 on hundred. I'll give I you the odds
0: on that? It was
2: Bump. <laughs> give, give Bumpy Belt Cheeks a little shout out over here. I need to grab a water. I'll be right back. In this right, absence, then. I'm going to talk about oh, yeah. how much I love this bet. Um, Jamal Murray has been absolutely, I think... I would, yeah I'll go I'll go ahead and say outperforming Nikola Jokic in these playoffs. I get that they play completely different positions and it's hard to compare the two. That's jo- a good Jokic, argument Jokic to have... is I believe still averaging a triple double throughout the playoffs. Which Might have is, dropped. Even if it did drop, he's still one of a kind. But to no shade on Jokic, I think Jamal Murray has been making him look like the second man on on that team. He's just coming out of his shell and doing things that. Everybody, I think, knew he was capable of. I think it's just was up to him whether or not he wanted to put that extra foot forward and really put the put the nose to the grindstone and show everybody what he's all about. But whatever the case may be, what did he? He, I think he had thirty seven last game.
0: Yeah, I think he just needed the opportunity, man. He 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 exploded last game, and that's the thing. He exploded in spurts throughout that game. So he had 37, 7, and 6 last night, which was great. He put up much better numbers than Jokic. Um, Jokic is still averaging a triple double throughout the playoffs, which is, like, that's tremendous. Obviously, impressive. that's great. And 29 points. Uh, and, and this is the thing it really is great because they're winning at a high rate, too. You know, only going to five in their... Or they went to six in their second series. Yes. But five in their first series. Mm-hmm. They made the Timberwolves look like fucking little girls out there, Yeah, too. they kind of let them win the game they won. Yeah, so, I agree. So, but... Um, yeah, we'll as I was this. saying, he's got 13 boards, 10 assists, 29 points. Uh, most of those points coming from, like, the Sun series. Uh, Jokic was scoring at a higher clip than 39, 30, and 53. Thirty-two and twenty-nine. He's taken a back seat in scoring the last two games. Twenty-three and twenty-four points. As Jamal Murray has really like you said, stepped up. Thirty-seven points in the last game. Thirty-seven points in the game before that. Shooting a ton of shots. Eleven twenty-four, six of fourteen from deep. I remember watching that
2: second game on my little business trip in the city.
0: Yeah, shooting fifty-one percent from the field in the last game dude i
2: think he had like
0: 24 in the fourth quarter that game or something close to it um yeah in game three or game two game two game two -hmm. and game three he kind of did the same exact thing Dude, yeah Uh, i think that if he can do
2: that granted they make it to the nba finals if he can do that and show up where it matters for the nuggets i think that there's a very good chance that they give him that finals mvp
0: he can't just do that and nobody else not step up though. Michael Porter Jr., not really there right now. Aaron Gordon, not really. KCP has been the guy for them all throughout the series. I talked about it after the first game. I said they're going to have to slow him down, and they didn't in the second. He's loving kicking the Lakers' ass right now. Yeah, he's enjoying every shot he makes. He kept them alive in the third quarter of this last game. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Nuggets went into the half with the lead. Uh, The Lakers... Put Made a push for it at the end and then got sloppy. It was a really sloppy second quarter. Yeah. Like, you see how tired these guys... Like, LeBron, LeBron is really... LeBron looks old. I mean, he's really pushing This it, is. Right? I think
2: it's the first time in his career that I've actually sat back and been able to say that LeBron James looks old.
0: On offense, he looks old. Yeah. On defense, he looks well, dominant. But you
2: you see plays where, like... He just doesn't want to get up he and doesn't, down the court. He doesn't get back. Yeah. Exactly. He'll cherry pick. hmm And... You, you hate to see that from LeBron, but also he's, what, 38 years old. you got to expect it. If he's
0: going to play like that, I'd like him to play with the ball in his hand more and facilitate instead of playing off on the wing and catching and shooting. Yeah. He finally made three threes last night. Yeah. You know, so he's got one for each game of the series now. woo Yeah. yeah Shout-out to LeBron. Yeah. I, Making I, it happen. I think that you could go out there and probably do that, but... <laughs> I don't know. My three-point shot's pretty fucking broken. <laughs> like <laughs> we said... Um, <laughs> Jamal Murray, the topic of this conversation here, as Jokic kind of took a back seat in this last game. KCP stepped up in the third quarter, made uh j- scored twelve points. Murray had zero points in that third quarter. Mm-hmm. Again, disappears, and then he just comes back in the fourth and makes he up comes back it. in the fourth, and so does Jokic. Jokic scored fifteen in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Murray scored twelve in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And they close out thirty five to twenty six there. Yeah. I was watching that game at my cousin's wedding. And Shout they, out to Matt and Kay. They won the second half in commanding fashion, 61-53, to 53, yeah. to close out that game. They cover the spread. Uh, the total goes under. And uh, I think the total went under. Give me a second here. Total give, him a second give him a
2: second, give
0: him uh, a second. I went over. It went under in the second game. So, we haven't been back on here since the second game. Yeah. Uh, After the second game... I haven't been here in a week. No. (laughs) But after that second game ended, where you kind of saw a fourth quarter push from the Denver Nuggets, where they were down, and they come back in the span of, I think, two and a half minutes making seven threes. Just caught fire from the outside. There was really nothing that Los Angeles could do to kind of prevent that from happening. Yeah. but, but you go into this third game thinking that the Lakers are gonna have a chance to win. I know. We're still talking Lakers? Yeah, we are. We got a lot to talk oh about. boy. What you do? Go down there and puke a little? Yeah.
1: Uh no, I it, I had to take take a little poo poo. Alright. Yeah. Glad you're back.
0: I'm back. Was it explosive?
1: <laughs> no. just it was you know tough just to normal. get out? Just right. poop. Right. I did get some water though.
0: So what about preparation, H? So. What? Did you you said it was tough to get out? Did you push? Do you I, have hemorrhoids? I I don't think I have hemorrhoids. There. They make cream. Listen,
1: I accomplished this task, the one I said, and an extra one.
0: Yeah, we should have grilled you like that when you came back.
1: Yeah. So I you know what? We apologize. Okay, we're still in the Lakers apparently.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we had two already. games to go over. Yeah. We had mm. two games to go over, and this we kind of just went over Game Three. And we looked at game two for a little bit.
1: Oh, I forgot we already talked about the Celtics. So
0: yeah, we talked about the Celtics, what they're going to do, what our bets are for tonight. We sure did. And so... Unfortunately, I don't think anybody's going to be
2: able to hear this before the game starts. That's all right. At least... Um, we'll be right. We'll be right. Just know, yeah. that, just know that we'll be right. And, <laughs> to, and to tune in for the, for the uh, future ones. And yep. You could tell
0: by the art words that there was no editing done in this podcast. Right. All, so. We just get it right out to you guys, raw and uncut. We're firing from the Love end- it, raw and all so. But nice. what I was mentioning, real quick, on the Lakers, before we move on and we get done with the NBA. The Lakers, after that second game, where they were ahead there in the fourth quarter until the Denver Nuggets caught fire from outside, seven threes in the span of two and a half minutes to seal and close out the I game. Think like four or five of those might have came from Jamal, too. Four of them were from Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. He was... Explosive. Absolutely absurd watching um, that man play in the fourth quarter of that game. You think to yourself, oh, there's no way that could happen again. Like, that's just, you know... That's just timely shooting. That's just a good. That's just a good heat check right there. Yeah. You think that the Lakers have a chance in Game Three to win? First game, at Crypto.com, the Crypt, and <laughs> the they Crypt. They lose. They haven't lost there. Much like the Miami Heat, as we talked about earlier, haven't lost at home in the postseason. They take their first loss at home in the postseason. They are now down three and zero. What do you think happens in this Lakers series? And what do you have going forward in the finals? You know what I got? I'm going to ride it till
2: I die, baby. Denver Nuggets all the way. All the way. All the way.
1: Against who the Heat?
2: Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think I was saying that uh, before these uh, conference finals series started, I wanted to take the Nuggets and the Heat at plus 700 on the parlay to be the finals matchups. I wish I did, not betting because I'm in –
0: I'm in the old jailhouse. Right? Shambles. No, uh, yeah. no you're um, not in the jailhouse, dude. You're 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 in the you're in the crow's nest of the sales ship. You are looking <laughs> at land. and You were approaching land. I love bumping his analogy. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, I
2: I hate to say a bump with you in the room, but they just say The, it. the Miami Heat are making the Celtics look like fucking un, just unprofessional scrubs, little boys. Little boys. I mean, the Celtics are putting in work. They're trying to they. They try and they do what they can, and they don't – they're not losing by a lot, but the Miami Heat have grit, man. They just – and they have Eric Spolstra, and we've talked about it this entire time throughout the playoffs that Eric Spolstra is just – he's, what, the second best coach in the NBA, if not the best?
1: I would say second best behind Behind Pop. Pop. Yeah, Yeah. okay.
2: And that's what matters in the playoffs, adjustments and – He's making it happen for them. And then, obviously, the Denver Nuggets up 3-0. I don't yeah. think anybody expected it to go this way, but it's going that way. And I think the Denver Nuggets in the finals is obviously as it's, – it's already written in the story.
1: Notes. Yeah. So, I have the same finals matchup, but I think the Heat can beat the Nuggets.
2: I don't – like, I'm not going to sit here and say that they can't after, sitting, after seeing what they've done in these playoffs. But – if you can get Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon back to their regular selves, I think that that's what the Denver Nuggets are going to need to beat the Heat in the finals because Absolutely. they haven't really been there for them. It's been mostly Jokic and Jamal making it happen. And
1: they perform the every game. Murray and Jokic perform well yeah. every game.
2: And imagine a world where you don't need Jamal Murray to drop 35 points a game in order to win. Yeah. Imagine it's like he can just like take a, a step back, drop 20, and then see Michael Porter Jr. drop 20. And Aaron Gordon drop a cool 15 on 10 rebounds, and that's the game for them. Like Yeah, not against the Heat. No. Nah. The Heat have found a way to do well against every team in the playoffs this year, and I don't see it not happening against the Nuggets. I think, obviously, Eric is going to have a plan for them. But, I mean, Mike Malone's doing his thing over there in Denver. He's, not, he's nothing to laugh at either.
0: Realistically speaking, that's the matchup. Yeah. Heat Nuggets. Heated Nuggets. Yes. We're going to be eating spicy nuggets all summer long. Yes! <laughs> with this NBA Finals matchup. Um, here's a little value for you real quick. Get this in before tomorrow night. Jamal Murray plus 165 um, for the Western Conference Finals MVP. I didn't even know that was a thing. He will win it over Jokic Recent with, thing. with uh, 35 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, and 4.5 and assists. He also has three steals per game through the series. Yeah, he's been making it happen on the defensive end. That's MVP numbers.
2: I mean, we're not going to sit here and say that Jokic averaging a triple-double. Or is he, is he on a triple-double for this series? Probably not. I don't believe he is. Whatever Jokic. I think he's
0: slightly under it, but he's scoring 27 points per game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hate watching him play, but like... I love watching him play. It makes uh, me feel like I could play basketball. <laughs> it gives you almost too much confidence. I think that's why I hate him. You know, he's he's not getting a lot of blocks off. Uh, he had two blocks in the first game. That's it for the series. He is averaging a triple-double. That's phenomenal and all, but I think that Jamal Murray is clearly stamping his name in these games. Yeah. These are Jamal Murray's shows. Yep. He's winning these games at the end of the games. Oh, Jokic yeah. is not doing that. Uh, Jokic is playing great. He's... Filling his role, which is a one-of-a-kind role, and it's an MVP role, but not in this series. It's the Jamal Murray show. Uh, I don't know if the Lakers win a game; they just seem to let them slip away at the end of every single one of these series. That really stinks for these tickets. The Los Angeles Lakers, Boston Celtics ticket this that is, is officially dead. This I'm, is the Lakers that I know. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not even. I might as well cash these out for the seventy-five cents right and just throw a crazy parlay but
1: can you really count lebron james out of anything though even being down 3-0
0: yeah so i think at this point in his career you can so okay there's one team with the most uh, one franchise with the most 02 comebacks in the playoffs and it's 3 they've had 3 O2 comes back in the playoffs. The Lakers? The Cleveland Celtics. Cavaliers.
1: The Cleveland Cavaliers.
0: 2007, oh. 2016, oh.
1: 2018. Bunch of LeBron James teams. But this is no 2 we're talking about. This is I mean this, this is isn't... the dreaded 03. Yeah. Have has also... the team ever come back from 03? I don't I don't know. No. No, right?
0: No, never.
1: Yeah, not in the NBA. 3-1 LeBron did in the finals, with 3-0. Yeah,
0: so there's always a chance. LeBron is the guy who does what they say has never been done before. Mathematically, so, it's possible, but it's not possible. I mean, it's really... Don't, it, don't waste your money. Don't.
1: Cash in your Lakers bets yeah. now. I might, sure.
0: the, uh, I, mean, I might cash in the... I mean... Shoot. might <laughs> cash in those for the 75 cents and put 75 cents on the Lakers to win... The Western Conference to get twelve seventy
1: five. That's a what are those odds? Seventy five to uh,
0: it's seventeen to one. Love it. Don't waste your money, folks. Stay away from it.
1: Yeah, no. Really uh, Jamal
0: Murray's uh, MVP of that series. I don't hate that at plus one forty five. No, and <laughs> so the Heat are up to 02 Was that a moped? Something.
1: Something. Last episode. Take we a ride
0: had, in my day, woo.
1: We had motorcycles ripping outside the window last episode. Yeah,
0: we're gonna have to have to figure that out. Miami yeah. Heat That's short favorites. Yeah, sure. Miami Heat short favorites to the Celtics. Uh Celtics are plus uh plus one forty on the money line for the series.
1: That's still crazy. Yeah, I mean, if Davis you're betting if you're betting plus one forty Celtics to win the series,
2: what I just wanna
1: you're a moron. Yeah. You're a moron.
2: I mean mathematically it's possible. Just if, make your money on the games.
1: If you think yeah, yeah if you think they're going to win the series, okay. But if you're going to bet on it at plus 140,
2: the only person who should be betting the Celtics at plus 140 to win the series, Mattress Mac. No. Are not even Celtics track. fans who just want to feel something.
1: They're desperate.
2: They're desperate and they want to ride one last hoorah before the NBA season ends and I feel that Mm -hmm. because I was doing the same thing with the Knicks even when I thought that they were dead in the water.
1: We get that. I bet Nets to win the championship threw a couple bucks bucks on it.
2: Yeah. Listen, We
0: all do do it but if don't don't do it. Don't do it. I might (laughs) be on here singing a whole different tune next week but I'm telling you right now I am uh I'm certainly happy I bought into the Miami Heat when they were plus fourteen hundred. They're now plus four thirty to yep. win the finals. Let's That's go, still baby! Not. Still really good odds. Let's eyes. go! And I hate to go head to head with you, but I'm really certain that if the Heat make the finals and they're playing the Nuggets, it's over for the Nuggets. That's fine. You can.
1: I agree with that. Guys.
2: Yeah. Okay. The guys who have the heat to win the finals as a bet slip obviously are gonna agree with that. Hey man, as- and
1: ass- you got the Whatever. Nuggets winning. I don't know. I think that that makes the show a lot more entertaining. We're I going head to head. We're going head to head. It's a lot of. Uh, I'm this. gonna put a poll out. And by the way, if you've been listening and haven't been voting on our polls, please do it. And I'm gonna put a poll out for this one. I think they're only Nuggets on, or I Heat. I think they're yeah. only on
2: Spotify, not Apple Music.
1: That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So if you're on, if you're listening on Spotify. Go ahead and click on that poll. We'll have it up for you.
1: If you're not mega Spotify account, vote on the poll.
2: Or don't. Or the don't. Fuck do I care? We
1: really don't care. Just a poll. Doesn't just matter. vote,
2: As long as you guys are listening. Register yeah. to vote.
1: He just hit us up. Vote. Yeah.
2: Yeah, text us. If you don't want to click on Spotify, text us and let us know. As long as we know that you're engaging.
1: Yeah, we love that. So what's the poll? The poll would be who would win the finals matchup, Heat or Nuggets. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay.
1: You know how we stand on that. Yeah. So
0: it's two to one in the room.
1: Yep. All right, let's talk some NFL. What do you got for us, Bump? You can't take
0: the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Amen. I was looking over what's going on going into the season this year, and we have some interesting developments. Not a lot has been developing over the last couple weeks. We talked about rookie training camps and OTAs. The draft just happened. Last week, we managed to talk about the uh, FanDuel Presents, the way-too-early NFL playoff. (laughs) Where the Lions were the three seed. Let's go! The Patriots were nowhere to be found. I'm happy with that. I very much enjoyed that. The NFC East represents yet again with three teams in the playoffs. and um, We're looking at who can possibly make those teams in the hunt. Those teams on the bubble, better. I want to go over the top ten free agents heading into the season. Still,
1: can I? Before you give me the top ten, can I give you one that I love?
0: Yeah, who, who, who you want is
1: on your team? one on my team? Who is the best free agent according to NFL.com? Still available. Yanni. Ngakwe.
0: Oh That's
2: yeah. And who I was thinking Brian. you were
0: gonna say. I'm looking at I it right
1: love now. Ngakwe. Still was... just twenty-eight years old, yeah. not old by any stretch of the imagination. No, it's a
0: shame he's opting out of that contract. He yeah. doesn't want to be in Indy anymore. Can
1: never have enough edges. He's huge.
0: He is. He's a Big freak. boy. He's a freak.
1: Oh, I love him coming off the edge for the Lions. Even as many edges as the Lions have, you could always use another one.
2: Do we think that uh anybody's gonna sign Kenny Galladay? Yeah, somebody will. Yeah, some.
1: Somebody will. I hope it
2: is too, so I can fucking make fun of them. I'll take (laughs) them, We we love a good project up here in New England. You guys need
0: a wide receiver, This old house.
1: All right, give us your top 10 bump. Let's see what we're working with.
0: Well, I got a top 10 list here uh, by the NFL Co. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what this is arranged by, but we can definitely go over some more on top of this because there are quite a few. there are quite a few positions bunched up, so... Okay. There's a lot of guys <laughs> Here, out let there me, l- Let me go like this. We have um, two edge rushers on the top of the list. Leonard Floyd, 30 mm. years old, just coming off a year with the Rams, and Jadavion Clowney. I hate
1: Jadavion Clowney.
0: Why? Yeah.
1: How dare you bail on your team? I understand... The Texans? That- the Texans? No, 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 the Browns. Uh-huh. I understand that you come from a place where nobody likes your defensive coordinator, and he stinks. The Texans. The Browns.
0: <laughs> They're both like the same exact I team, dude. So I mean, why wouldn't he? Leave?
1: I, I guess you could say the same about both. But more recently, the Browns. I understand you don't like your defensive coordinator. I understand he sucks. But for him to come out and you know express that publicly in the like in the midst of a season, I don't like that at all. And I I've w- seen articles of of him. He should go to this team. He should go to that team. If I'm the GM of any team, yeah, stay away from Jadavion Clowney. He's washed, anyways. He's thirty two. 31? I I don't know.
2: If you suck and, like, your livelihood is kind of... Or not... I'm not talking about um, clowny. If your coordinator sucks and your livelihood is in the hands of this man, whether or not you succeed or not at your craft... I wouldn't be afraid to come out and say that he fucking sucks either. No, you I,
1: just I, can't. No, that's do an that.
0: in-house conversation. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that publicly. You.
1: you can't do that publicly. I wouldn't
0: like that at work, and I definitely wouldn't like that on the football field either.
1: And so. it was week seventeen of the season. Why not just wait a week and then you do what you got? Well, yeah, do exactly. Right? Like, I'm why are you going to do it. that? Week seventeen. I just, I, am not a fan of clownies. I think he's, you know, he had a decent season last year. Um... Not this past year, but the year before that. Sure. I think he had almost 10 sacks. But, you know, he's just hasn't looked good after that. And he does these things. I don't like him. These things. I think these the things. Eagles pick him up. Really?
0: Yeah, I do. And I think he's a perfect fit for one of these teams with a big rotation at defensive line, like the Buffalo Bills. Something that's reemerging here in the NFL over the last couple of years is just rotating defensive line yeah. players in and having a bunch on your roster. Gotta keep them fresh. Just to keep them fresh to keep attacking the quarterback rep after rep and keep your aces clean. It's like a, It's like having a pitching dugout out there on the field. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Should I say bless
1: you after that? Yeah. What the
0: hell was that? Well, that's just me allergic to gamesmanship. Uh, so Okay. I think he fits into a team. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I think he fits in real well to a team and to probably, you know, start edging out the end of his career with a good twelve, fifteen Let's see what you did there. <laughs> a good twelve, fifteen reps a game. Yeah. Yeah, so let's look at another couple quarterbacks cornerbacks that are still out there. Marcus Peters. I didn't mm. I thought he was still on the Ravens. I didn't know he was a free agent. He's a free agent. Marcus Peters and Ronald Darby.
1: Those are a couple of Couple of dogs. A couple of names. Not too yeah. familiar. Ronald
0: Darby is fast. So he plays out in Denver opposite of Patrick Sertain. Um, did he? Did yeah. He might still. He could it's a potential. That's a one in twenty-nine chance. I right?
1: mean, if your own team hasn't resigned you by now, sorry, you're you're gone.
0: I th- I figured you'd want one of these guys over on your squad.
1: No, the Lions secondary is completely rebuilt, looks fantastic. I
0: agree with we you. We don't need
1: any more
2: guys.
0: I agree. Nick has me
2: completely bought it into the Detroit Lions. Uh, Thank you. I
0: think a guy like Marcus Peters could do a great job in the locker room. Yeah, for sure. He's a definitely for, a good locker room. You room look presence. at these teams like you look at these teams like the Giants or New England who drafted Whoa. Highly, t- who drafted highly touted cornerbacks okay, this okay, season? Okay. Yeah, they did. I was wondering. I was wondering where you were going with that. but Yeah, the so and the a Patriots guy who a boat. guy who could mentor. You know, I mean, yeah. what do you mean? It's not like they haven't played in Super Bowls. They can be in the same boat together, dude. Yeah, they the Giants beat them. Yeah, they did twice. beat him. Good good job. Yeah. Congratulations. You like that? Those were the only two you've been to in a while? That's all choice. right, now. All right, We beat right the now. Patriots twice. That's all right. That's, that's where we beat, we beat, everybody beat everybody else six times.
1: Never it's beat bad. the Lions in a Super never Bowl. Never beat the lo- The
0: they never been to a Super Bowl in the last 50 years.
1: Yeah, well, I was hoping you'd I leave that I think Chuck one Hughes out. was on
0: the team <laughs> last time. Bobby Lane, Maybe. <laughs> Chuck Hughes, the original DeMar Hamlin. How about, can I name off, can I just rip these off like a band aid? I don't
1: get that reference, but let's go on. Go ahead, Hunter.
2: (laughs) I want to know what you guys have to say about this. Three running backs, all the same age, 28, still could be a very good asset on TV. These guys are going to score touchdowns in the playoffs Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, and Leonard Fournette. I all like still free agents right now.
1: the The yeah. guy I like the most out of that group is Leonard Fournette.
0: Really? Wow. Because
1: he's produced the most as of late out of any of those guys.
0: We we all like different guys out of this three. Th- is I that think true? I like Kareem Hunt the most. Oh, me group. too. Yeah. Really? I, I'm, yeah, I'm a
2: big Kareem. So no one's
1: on the Zeke strain.
2: Well, I, mean, I I don't hate. I I actually think I would, I would. I would rather have Zeke on my team than Leonard Fournette. I think Leonard is probably really? in the three spot for me. But, I, yeah, Kareem Hunt has shown time after time that even taking a backseat to Nick Chubb, he can, he's worth his weight in gold on any team.
1: I guess it depends what role you're looking at. Because if you want a goal line guy, a Jamal Williams type of guy, then Zeke's your guy out of those three.
2: I don't know about that comparison. Leonard Fournette. Jamal Williams to or Jamal wait did you say Jamal Williams? Yeah, Jamal. Williams. I I heard Jamal Charles. No, no,
1: no, Jamal Williams. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Zeke at this point in his career is a Jamal Williams type guy. Great on the goal line. Yeah. Outside yeah. of that, he's not gonna give you too much. He's yeah.
0: gonna wear down the line. Do the Cowboys yeah, he can guy. do that. Tony Pollard over there. Stud. He's yeah. gonna be good.
2: I had him on a couple fantasy leagues last year. I'm Studebiger. looking for him again this year.
1: I can't. Can we talk some fantasy later on in the summer? Yeah,
2: we could do that. Yeah, we yeah. definitely need to. Yeah, hundred percent. Fantastic. Stay tuned for some fantasy talk. Probably next episode. We're actually not going to be recording
0: this Thursday.
1: We'll be on in a week. Sad man. news. Sad news. We'll see you guys okay. next Sunday. Things happen.
0: It's all right, and then it pans out all right because we're going to have a chance to look over the rest of the uh, NBA landscape. I think that let, the, I let think those the conference finals yeah. will be marinated by then. Yeah.
1: yeah, in a week, I think they'll both have come to a solid conclusion, and yeah. then we can. Have a lot to talk about, but anyways, let's keep going with the we, free agency. Yeah, we here. got
0: more weapons out here at wide receiver. Top two wide receivers on the list are Jarvis Landry and Kenny Galladay. <laughs> uh, Kenny Galladay oh, coming geez. off a poor performance for the New York Jets. Should we yeah. just skip over this? Yeah, not
2: a lot
1: out. If you're in need of a wide receiver, He's sorry, a shit bird. not think- a
0: lot out
2: there for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really don't understand what the fuck happened there. I really do think that he just like got a bag from the Giants and said, "All right, fuck it. Like, I got my bag." Don't really don't, need to practice. Don't, don't need to work on my craft. Don't need to be good. Don't need to show my coaches that I'm worth a starting spot. Even though you're
0: paying me nineteen, eighteen million dollars a year, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, if you have, a, if you it's don't ridiculous. have a wide receiver on your team this year, uh, going into the season, you're not gonna find one in the. You're screwed. Yeah, because Julio Jones is out there. All the respect, I would take
1: Julio overall. both of those guys. Marcus Robinson
0: is out there, and I think he's the most promising wide receiver out of the bunch. He's I the,
2: agree. He's the youngest. He's got oh, well,
0: Nikhil Harry is the youngest actually at 25, right oh. next to Quintez Cephas, who I don't believe is going to be able to play for a little bit.
1: No, he's suspended for the year. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why the Lions cut him because he got suspended yeah. in the gambling thing for a whole Fuck year.
0: The NFL for that. Uh, Quintes C- uh, he, <laughs> he, he bet on a fucking. I don't even think he bet on the NFL. Don't air his laundry out there. He's a. Frequent, well, it's out there. He's a friend of the podcast. He's uh, a frequent, not, listen, frequent uh, listener. Quintez,
1: if you want to come on, we'll have you on. Dude, Same yeah. thing with. Kenny, we'll have you on. 100%. Any former line is world. Fuck
2: local. the NFL for yeah. thinking it was right to suspend this man an entire year for betting on a sport that he doesn't even play, has nothing Whoa, to do with. Hold on. It's I, only because he bet inside of the facility. Right, which is what? Which is the reason why he's suspended. Well, yeah, no, no, him, no why no, is no, he no. suspended? What no, 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 no.
0: What is it that would suspend him? J-Mo. Betting inside of the facility. J-Mo right, is, got
2: suspended. He, Guys.
0: He's not allowed to do that, which is called a what? A no-no. A rule. Okay. It's a rule So he didn't yes. follow the rules Fuck the NFL He's facing his that consequences. consequences Okay so JMO got suspended
1: For six games Because he bet in the facility he didn't bet on NFL. NFL Quintez he's got suspended The Cifres. year Because he bet on football
0: I hope he didn't catch Cephas. Oh, he did bet on football.
1: I don't think it was NFL. I think it was something else, but it was some sort of football. <laughs> was that... it football? There was a distinction made because J-Mo got the six-game suspension. That sucks, Quintez got I... – can we verify that? Because there was a distinction made because he got the year, and I'm not exactly that sure why. That sucks
2: for J-Mo and that sucks for the Lions because, I mean uh, – Quintez really...
1: Cephas was never going to amount to anything. Sorry. What no, are you
2: I'm talking, talking about? Cephas? about Cephas? He was a talent.
1: He was talented, but couldn't stay on the field. Those guys never work out. It's just like DeAndre Swift.
2: Jameson Williams already had to spend most of his time on the bench last year nursing an injury that he gave Yeah, so, in, so Quintez
1: Cephas and C.J. Moore, who I'm more disappointed, got cut from the Lions. Moore's. Both were cut and suspended a year because they did bet in NFL games. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Quinta Cephas and C.J. Moore bet in NFL games. J-Mo and Stanley Berryhill did not, but it. they did bet in the facility, so they received six-game suspensions, as well as someone from the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. So, the what? Some no got, name from the. Uh, the, the Washington you football team. You love our words, bro. Where are we at <laughs> now? The football team, the Commanders, the Guardians, or whatever the hell they're called. I missed the
2: football team. You know Teddy Bridgewater's out there flowing around.
1: I, I want the that. Lions to pick him up,
2: only because I'm looking at the list right now. But yes,
1: I would love the Lions to pick him up, and I'm sorry I'm talking too many too much Lions, but our biggest fan out there, Dwayne, will appreciate this. Shout out, Dwayne. See a Lions Shout guy. Dwayne. Big Lions guy.
2: Big sports guy.
1: Big sports guy in general.
2: He gives us a lot of feedback on the
0: pod. We have a lot
2: of respect
1: He does. For him. We love you, Dwayne.
0: We love feedback.
1: Yep. Who else we got in our free agents
2: here?
0: A I lot, mean, a- at safety, we have Adrian Amos from the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's a name that
2: I'm pretty surprised to see still there. I mean, I get he's, what, 30 years old now? but
0: Yeah, most of these guys are about 20, to 30 years old, coming out of their second contract. Oh,
1: well, that's the prime free agent range. So. Trey
0: Flowers, Kyle Van Noy.
1: Trey Flowers Those are sucks. guys that can
0: make... Come on. So I was just about to say those are the guys that can make impacts. But...
1: nope Calvin Oysher, Trey Flowers, Yeah. stinks. I watched him mope around the field on the line.
0: Not a big fan of Flowers. Like
1: mope around. The only reason he got in there was because of Matt Patricia, and then he he got handed a big contract and just moped around. Yeah, like Julius Randall.
0: There's a uh, Frank Clark out there. There's Frank some
1: Clark.
2: guys on the offensive line that I'm surprised to st- still see out there. Like who? I really wanted the Giants to pick this guy up, but now that we got JMS, I'm not really too upset about it. But our, my guy, Ben Jones, out of Tennessee, he's 34 years old, but he's still a top center in the NFL right now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, once you draft John Michael, no, you you're got, solid. But... You got no need for him. It's a
2: good name, though. But, yeah, he's it's out good there. You got George Font, 31 years old, coming out of uh, – uh, New York on the Jets last year. Yeah, so I'm not gonna
1: pretend tackle. like I know who George Fawn yeah, is. Yeah, uh, well, you don't play Madden, bro. I don't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> ain't What's his overall in Madden? I
2: don't fucking know.
1: No, boy, I don't play it that oh, much. Oh, jeez.
2: But nah, that's a that's a name, a name to behold. Um, yeah, not nah, just a couple. You still got Daryl Henderson out there,
0: mm. running back.
2: He's
1: I did 26 not know that. Six years old. <clears throat> Daryl Henderson, Henderson could be a good flyer. Miles yeah, Gaskin. he came in.
0: He had really clutch touches for the Rams. I just I think teams are really afraid to of sign. running backs. Yeah, yeah they don't they backs. don't want big money running backs. There's I not mean, a lot of money thrown around throughout I mean, the Christian
2: McCaffrey is the highest paid running back in the league right it's now. That's sixteen only, million a year. He only makes sixteen. Yeah, year, which is like oh, only sixteen. But at the same time. You compare
1: got, it to other skill positions. Yeah, you compare it much. to other
2: skill positions, yeah. and it's nothing, bro. It's chump change. And Christian McCaffrey is a fucking freak athlete.
1: I mean, the I thing mean, about the running back, it's going, it's going, it's on the way out because one, it is the quickest aging position. You take so many hits. Yeah. Two, the direction of the NFL, nobody runs an I formation anymore. Everything is a spread offense. Nobody you can't, besides the
0: Patriots, damn it. Yeah, yeah I mean those double tight ends. Unless you got I formation. Unless
1: you <laughs> got a running back like McCaffrey who can line up wide, you can even put him in the slot, or, you know, he's a very good pass-catching running back. Mm -hmm. A guy like that is valued, but your traditional back, who's just a power back, like, Derrick Henry is only valued because he's the best of the best. What the
2: hell happened to him? I heard he was going to the fucking Eagles before the draft.
1: He was on the trade block, but he he Mm -hmm. was on the trade block. You um, think Tennessee just hangs on to him? I don't know. we got a long off-season to go. Yeah,
2: we do. I think
1: Tennessee Tennessee (laughs) should go into rebuild mode, but we'll see what they do.
0: I don't think I've ever been this excited for a football season in my life.
1: Every year I get more and more excited. And I have nothing
0: to look forward to this year. No, summer sucks. No, you can you can look forward to making money on
2: it because it's the... Oh, at yeah. least for me, it's my most successful fucking sport to bet on. Me
1: too. I'm much better at that than I NBA. I can't make
2: shit for change on the NBA, but the NFL comes around. Dude, I'm rolling into...
1: Let me tell you listener scrubs this. Once the NFL season comes along, you better listen to me and Hunter, cause we got locks. Baby. NBA, forget it. We will we will throw your money out the window. Come to but me NFL, for the NBA. Yeah, go to bomb. NFL, we got
2: you. The reason I still bet today is because I threw five parlays on the NFL. My first day ever betting, I threw out five Hail Mary parlays. DraftKings had a promo where they gave you like six twenty-five yep. free bet, twenty dollar, twenty-five dollar free bets. Oh. I threw five of those six on, like, fucking ha- – You look back on them, and they're absolute Hail Marys now, but I was just fucking
1: – Hit them all, right? Shit,
2: hit them all. I had an Austin Eckler first touchdown of the game in one of those parlays, dude. I was going absolutely ballistic. Went up $450
0: on my first day, and that's why I do it today. If you can get Austin Eckler anytime touchdown for minus 110 or higher, take it every single time. Yeah, he's a cheat code. Real gamer that guy is. Yeah, and that's a five dollar flyer probably every week to score two plus yeah that's something we'll probably, we, we should do some research over the next week look back and kind of uh, let's 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 make picks. This is what we're going to do next week. Okay, here we go. This is go. what we're going to talk next week for the NFL, All just right. to get you guys a little excited. This right here yep. is called a foreshadowing, a little bit of a preview here. Yep. As we come to a close on this episode as the Boston Celtics go up on a 12-9 run against the Miami Heat in the first quarter here. Let's go. oh. We're going to go over the all-paid team in the NFL, the highest paid players from each position on offense and defense. And another thing that we're going to do is we're going to pick our go-to touchdown scorer for this season. Mm, Yes. A guy that if you had a gun to your head put money on this guy to score a touchdown, who are you going to pick? I'm writing these two
1: things down before we completely forget about this. Well, you don't have
0: to do that on air, but break out the notebook. I'm going to do
1: it right now because
2: we're going to forget. We got a long time.
0: We're being we studious here. We're gonna we're gonna string some things together and make this show a little bit nicer, a little bit tighter, a little bit better, and a little bit brighter. Hopefully, your Monday is kicked off well after this Sunday ends up. Uh, I'm really hoping the Boston Celtics can hold on, but at the same point, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm everybody, ready for uh, it to be over. Everybody, cross your fingers and pray for Bomb. I mean, hey, if the Heat make it to the finals, we're throwing Jimmy Butler 30-plus every single night. Yes, yeah. sir. Don't hate that. Sound like a plan? Plan. Love it. All right. Shake and, hands uh, as we speak. We'll see you guys here next week, and that's a plan as well.
1: All right, we love you. Stay tuned next week.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Later. Bye.
1: You want to Stop the, it. You want to say the R-word one more time before we end? <laughs> Stop recording
0: that R-word? <laughs>